0: listening to
3: Fox Sports Radio. So, the NFL's got themselves a little bit of an issue. We got a little bit of a problem. Something has flared up around the league. We will get into all of that here. Coming up just a couple of moments from now, it's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour here. 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. How we feeling, BQ? Uh, how we feeling, Mr. Feeling uh, winner good, Picker? Man. Feeling good. Right. I mean, I,
0: I, again, I, I'm not really as, as into it as, uh, as you are with all that. Uh, not really a gambling guy. But, uh, yeah. no, it was. I, I was surprised by the outcome of that game. I, I thought really last night and looking at the first matchup between the Rams and Cardinals, the Cardinals just beat them down. And it and that was during like the beginning where you're like, oh, we think the Rams are pretty good. And I, I thought it was maybe just a bad matchup. But at, I mean, at that point, watching how the game started, it just felt like the Rams had control. They understood this is the time to really turn it on. And I'm telling you, I, I think they could they could uh, all of a sudden be that hot team going into the playoffs that no one wants to play. Once we get into uh, once we get into that playoff round, that single elimination,
3: uh, we could be seeing just based on where the uh, playoffs are at right now. And this, I, I mean, I, I could see this happening to where you know Dallas is the four. And the Rams are the five, which would be uh, one of your uh, opening round matchups, which would be, uh, which I think would be really, really interesting. We saw that play out a couple of years ago, where uh, uh, the Rams um, won that game. Uh, I think that was uh, Dak Prescott, I think his second year, maybe. But uh, we we've yeah. seen those teams match up before, but we could be seeing uh, Dallas and the Rams uh, in the opening round matchup, which would be a lot of fun. A lot of, a uh, ton of fun. Yeah, people out here in Southern California would be very fired up about it. Uh, you know, a lot, lot of, lot of uh, Rams and uh, Cowboy fans out. Here uh, and uh, and those teams, uh, seeing them square off, would be uh, would be very enjoyable. Now we do have uh, some issues, um, you know. COVID has popped up. You know, a lot of uh, positive tests all of a sudden in the NFL. I think, what, they have 37 yesterday? 37. 37. Yeah. Yeah. Total positive uh, tests in the NFL, and uh, a couple of them played out uh, last night. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was out. Higby was out for the Rams. So Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, spoke about the issues and trying to navigate through the issues and open up by giving his uh, initial reaction to the news that he was going to be missing some guys last night.
4: My initial reaction was, you got to be me. You know, I don't want to get too far into it, but I mean, when you find out five hours before you kick off, you know, on Saturday morning, we find out we're losing three really important players and Havenstein, Double D, and Daryl Henderson. And then on Monday morning, you say, oh, by the way, now you're losing Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby." And so can't say enough about just the guy's ability to not flinch. You don't replace those kind of guys, but that's why you have 48 guys that play on game day. And we certainly used everybody today and really proud of these guys. Proud to be associated with this group and, and just be a small part. It was a lot. The hard thing was is it's one thing if you get this information early on in the week, but you go through your whole process and preparation, and really it's completed on Saturday when you're playing on Monday night. Sunday represents an opportunity to really just finish up any sort of last reminders above the neck, and that's when we found out about those first three. But those guys just did a great job being able to handle it. The amount of changes, I, I can't even really go through. My-, my head's killing me right now from all this. Jeez, it's killing you <laughs> from all that talking that way.
0: <laughs> He's like the Uzi of, of coaches in press conferences. <laughs> He Man. would just spray it out there, all this, all this talk and information. But I mean, Jeez. I mean, I mean you, you could imagine this. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is the type of cornerback that's going to match up with the best wide receiver on the opponent and is going to try to eliminate him from the game. And you got a dude who I believe who replaced him. I don't know that he had started or really played many snaps at all on defense. This played year. well. He did well. He, he played well enough. I know that much. There's a couple times where maybe the ball just didn't really come his way, but the, the reality is to have to make that change for Sean McVay, Raheem Morris, the DC there. It's tough. I mean, there's there's really nothing you could say. The worst part is is the timing of all of it, as he talked about. But I believe I saw a report too with Higby. They think it might have been a false positive. Yeah. But because of it, like they can't even prove it in that amount of time, so he can go out there and play. So. That's unfortunately the difficulty as we head into the final stretch of the NFL season where these games become that much more important. COVID and and obviously the way we're going about handling it, it starts to become a big-time issue. And and I do wonder if they're not going to look at just the ability as far as testing and when they're testing these guys, some way of trying to give the players, the coaches, everyone a little bit more notice before you have this sort of thing pop up where it drastically impacts the scheme and all that. And I know it didn't end up mattering in the you know, at the at the end of the day because the Rams still won, but it's going to matter moving forward.
3: I just it feels like the more we talk about it just that was a really really bad loss for Arizona last night because if you had all of that as an advantage going into the game you're playing at home it's an opportunity to really you know you know lay your mark on the division and say we're going to put this thing out of reach nobody's catching us and then to come out like that and look Kyla Murray had a couple of interceptions but DeAndre Hopkins never drops a football that was a huge drop that could have completely changed the game Um, it just Felt like there was an opportunity there for them to, you know, really take control of the division. And for whatever reason, at home they just don't play as well. It's weird. They're they're undefeated on the road, but all of their losses have come at home. And, and I don't know what the uh, there's I'm, a Scottsdale still, flu or, or what's going, going on. But I,
2: I don't ooh. know about everything else. But I'm still going to go back to last evening and say there are plays that, in terms of turnovers and in terms of completion of the play. I think if Kyler Murray is all the way healthy, it's a different game. That's, I, honestly, I honestly believe that. Like, I think there were times where he was off balance. I think there were times where he conceded the, the sack. I think there was times where he was careless with the ball. And I think that it was because his focus was on whatever it, else, whatever it is it was on.
0: You mean like that first play where, where Aaron Donald just bowled over Max Garcia? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it was like Kyler Murray just turns, starts to run, and gets down. It's like, yep, nope, yep, not dealing not with this. this it's way too early in the game there, to be dealing with this right now. There
2: were a few times that – It's a I hell of a way to bookend the game as a defender though, right? Start oh, def- man, that's an amazing start. <laughs> yeah. That's like – I mean, that's and, an amazing start. And then you start. end it with a sack as well too? Yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's how it's Three done. Three sack night is, is an amazing night. So you don't anyone. think he's 100%? I don't. I just don't. I think that things that – in moments where he would have been able to to clear himself to make the plays that he usually makes that makes this team what it's been in, in their, their success, I, I didn't see it last night. I, I saw him – like I said, he seemed off balance. Like when he tried to speed himself up, um, he, he went down, you know, eluding the, the pass rush at times. It just seemed as though he was more – He was more in tune with trying to figure out how to throw it than he was to escape the situation and then figure out how to throw it, which is what he usually does. He'll escape and then try to figure out where he wants to throw the ball. I just didn't see it last evening.
3: Let me ask you this. Who needs home field advantage the most in the NFC? In the NFC? Yeah.
0: Um...
3: Because you could say Green Bay because of the home field advantage, but we've seen how that played out last year, and Tampa went in there and and obviously won the NFC title game. But of of the three teams in contention right now, uh, Green Bay, Tampa, Arizona, who do you think needs home field the most? Like the one team that that, that should have it because well, I mean, I obviously like you're not leading. Arizona.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're leading us to a certain a certain team, and I I don't know that it really matters
3: to any of them.
2: Well, no, I'm not leading to anybody. I'm, I'm just asking. Both, I, mean, I think w- both the Packers and the Buccaneers, their defenses will travel, and they have quarterbacks that can handle yeah. any playing environment. That's so, how I
0: feel. It's yeah. not like the Buccaneers have like some sort of dynamic home field advantage or environment.
2: So I would say Arizona disqualifies them. So maybe the Rams. Uh,
0: I'll say Rams. I'm going to throw the Rams in that conversation or Dallas. Those two Dallas, teams I think yeah, need Dallas home field a advantage yeah. more than more than anyone else.
3: It's just it's just weird that they they're just two different teams at home and on the road. It's just, I I got and I don't know what, what the, the reasoning is. They were trying to talk about it last night and they're like, you know, we can't figure it out. We don't know what the problem is, but there's just a drastic difference. And and I, I just I don't know that that if you're Arizona, you look at it and go, well, maybe it's better we got to go on the road. If if Kyler Murray's not a hundred percent and you think he's not a hundred percent, and there and there's some issues there, you'd want to buy Himself as much rest as possible, which would give him the bye week. I just wonder uh, how this whole conference
2: could be won or lost uh, based on how this thing shapes up. It's going up in the to last be three, won or lost off of the quarterbacks, the quarterback I, I, play. If you
0: ask uh, me, yeah, I'm, I'm with LaVar on that. I, I do think like that's why you have faith in the Packers and Tampa to travel because mm-hmm. they're quarterbacks, or why yeah. Kyler for for that matter. One thing I will say about Arizona that I think they're not utilizing their home field advantages they don't use a cadence. They, they, use a, they use like a silent snap count. And so that's never going to play to advantage to you at home where you see guys like Tom Brady, guys like Aaron Rodgers, use their cadence to, to get more free plays and different things. They've got a different way of doing it, and you can have you know multiple head bobs or leg kicks, claps, whatever you want. But they, they don't always like use cadence. And that's one of those things that as an offense you have to your advantage to try to keep those guys you know, on their heels, but that's not something they utilize in their offense. So that's maybe one small little thing, but I don't think it makes that big of an advantage um, where, you, where you would see them have such a stark contrast to how they play on the road versus how they play at home
3: it's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR brought to you by Discover, if you're a valued customer you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year, Discover exceptionally common sense, learn more at discover.com slash match, limitations apply, alright, coming up next uh, we have got um, uh, some some a couple of guys that are loving up on each other pretty nicely in the NFL, uh, one's throwing a compliment to one the other's throwing it back at the other uh, we're going to investigate uh, what the truth behind all of it is next here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Stick around. Later on in the hour, we have that one segment that we've been doing that we don't have a name for yet. Still haven't found a name, huh? Yeah, uh, authored and emceed by the great Brady Quinn. He <laughs> he put on such a performance at Notre Dame last week. We were like, you know what? You should emcee a segment about some guy uh, hiding uh, uh, in a wall, you know, and getting stuck in a wall like he did yesterday. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's always fun stuff. Uh, so that'll be happening uh <laughs> that'll be happening later on this hour. I mean, it,
0: it, yeah? it did add to, I think the show and just the overall conversation, <laughs> how we got stuck let's... there. It, it wasn't just part of him. It was his entire body.
3: Yeah. Just, um, yeah. So there's uh well, I mean, I wish it was just part of him. Uh, it would have uh, made the story that much better. Uh, and let's just be honest here. The reason we do it is because we miss headline or lie. All right. Let's just say that we miss headliner lie. So it's a way to uh, incorporate some of those bizarre headlines. Uh, I, I
0: didn't want to outwardly show. say it, but yeah, yeah,
3: that's all right. Listen, I'll say it. Uh, um, um, all right, so uh, do you want to have a, a little competition here? All right, we're going to do a little competition. All right, sure. so so who was the better ball washer? All right, oh, so this is going to be. Love this. Can we get this, some like game show music? We with this? I mean, listen, we? Uh, we we got a uh, you know we got the jack of all trades, uh, Roberto uh, behind the scenes. Uh, he is uh, putting together some game show music for us here. All right, so here we go. Who was the better ball washer in the NFL? this week all right so uh, so let's first go to uh, cliff kingsbury uh, who was talking about um the uh, coach of the year award and uh, he wanted to give a little bit of love to the great bill belichick so let's take a listen to uh participant number one contestant one how well do you wash balls
0: I mean, they should just name the award Bill Belichick. And when he retires, like, bring that back. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's like until he retires, I don't think anybody else should get that award, honestly. He should be that every single year that he's coaching.
3: Just a, a solid performance through and through. I mean, not yeah. only did he talk about he, present day, but he talked about after it's I all said and done, uh, take care of him like that.
0: I mean, I feel like it, it was the acting was so good, I almost feel like, you know, maybe it, it was – he was at, he's already been in some film. Yeah. I mean has, a hasn't point. Cliff has Cliff been in been in some some movies before? The, the, notebook, the right? notebook, right? The notebook, right? There's a couple others. Uh what Behind- was it Remember
3: Remember the Titans? Yes. Wasn't he a player in Remember the Titans? That's true. And uh, was it uh Behind the Pines or Through the Pines, whatever that show uh that movie was? That's that's, hell that's hell that is about. a that yeah. is uh Underneath the Pines, uh, whatever it's called. Uh that's Sounds a uh, uh Liz, we, we, we will effort the name of that movie here, but there was a movie uh, uh, Beneath the Pines. <laughs> Or so, let's, beneath, l- under, let's let's go on. Uh, l- let's go live between. to our. Is it beneath? Is it under? Is it between? Inside or lead to laugh at the latest? Lead? That would be the place beyond the pines. That one too.
2: That one too. Not even that one too.
3: That was something Like that. You know, I don't oh, have to tell amazing. you. I, listen, Ryan Gosling movies all kind of blurting Oh, so that's they what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I, they look so similar. So yeah. I mean, but but overall, that if as far as ball washing go, that's a solid effort from Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, just ca- kind of giving a shout out to. Bill Belichick, and then saying, "Hey, man! After it's all said and done, let's bring it back." So, I mean, I don't know what you rank that on a scale one to ten. What would you rank that ball washing by Cliff Kingsbury there? I mean, that's pretty number? high
0: up there. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, an eight or maybe a nine I don't know, someone right. there.
3: Okay, so an eight or a nine—that's a solid performance. Now, uh, let's meet uh, contestant number two in the Who is the better ball washer? Early on in the week in December of 2021 in the NFL, and contestant number two, his name. Name is William Belichick. He appeared on the Greg Hill show on Monday. Here's what he had to say.
1: Uh, it was very nice of Cliff to toss that bouquet. Yeah, I'll toss it right back. Cliff's done a great job, and I think he's done a great job and, and should be the coach of the year this year.
3: Well, I mean, listen, uh, it just sounds like a couple of guys just I mean, washing balls here uh, on uh, on Sports Talk Radio. I love our balls. You, you have to
0: take into context, though, Bill Belichick's like actually giving a compliment like that yeah. and the tone where like, I, can we play it again? Cause I don't know if you noticed it. It was a little bit higher than he normally is in his press conferences. Like you can hear a little bit of a, of like, oh, I'll throw right back at him. Like, like it was a little something to how he said it. Can we play that one more time?
1: Uh, it was very nice of Cliff to toss that bouquet. And I'll toss it right back. Cliff's done a great job and I think he's done a great job and, and should be the coach of the year this year.
3: I mean, that, listen. I mean, a, a solid performance. Two greats, but, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Two great jobs. Like, yeah. I, I
0: don't know. You don't hear that from yeah. Bill Belichick.
3: Much. I mean, listen. Uh, uh, full of lather. Uh, full of uh, all the other stuff that comes along with uh, with the ball washing here in the NFL. I mean, I know my answer. I, I knew who I would like to give the award to, but Brady yeah. Quinn. I'll let you go first. Uh, who's your uh, Who's the award going to go to?
0: You know what? Um, I be, look, I could be easily persuaded by the voice and the looks of one Cliff Kingsbury. I do love him. I think he's a great coach. But Bill Belichick's excitement clearly, clearly jumps out of the speaker right there to me. I think he did the the bigger of the ball
3: washing because he could have just taken the compliment, not said a word, but instead he threw it right back. At wow. Him. All right. So you're yeah. going to hand out to, to Bill Belichick. I, I'm yeah. going to uh, disagree. Uh, I'm going to give it to Cliff Kingsbury. And here's why uh, I'm not falling for this Belichick stuff. All right. The last time Belichick uh, gave out those sort of compliments, it was uh, the week before they played the bills. He talked about how great uh, Josh Allen That's was right. at reading defenses, right. et cetera, et cetera. And then the bills went out there and put on an armpit fart of a performance in the snow and the rain and the wind or whatever the hell else was going on in Buffalo. Uh, and so I'm not buying it for a second. I think it's Cliff kingsbury i think he did the better job of ball washing uh in this week's edition of who was a better ball washer in the nfl
0: do you remember where cliff kingsbury started his nfl career i do where new was england it? wasn't he it was did he get uh, was he a seventh round pick uh, uh, yeah something like that but yeah. the, re- the, the reality is this i feel like he you know maybe it comes a little easier than for him to say something like that as opposed to bill belichick who brought him on as a player and Moved on without him, but uh, you know, there's clearly a there's clearly a lot of love going
3: back and forth. There. By the way, of all the quarterbacks that uh, has ever played for Bill Belichick, uh, is Tom Brady the one that he's given the least amount of compliments to? I <laughs> just think about
0: it. I mean, <laughs> he might have given Cliff Kingsbury more compliments in that one
3: clip. <laughs> like, yes. It's, I mean, it's, like oh, whatever, man. whatever it did it worked. I mean, like he he really raised uh, you know a competitive guy, but it just feels like man, he he throws out. Uh, compliments to everybody not named Tom Brady, uh, and, yeah. and and for whatever reason that uh, that seems to you know really bother Tom Brady and his dad too. Uh, his dad's not thrilled uh, too thrilled with uh, Belichick these days. Uh, so there's yeah. that. Uh, but again, uh, congratulations to everybody involved, uh, and uh, hopefully next week we will uh, have or- another edition of uh, Who is the better ball washer
0: in <laughs> the NFL. <laughs> We'll make that a, a weekly deal. Yeah, that'll be fine. Is uh, it, it, is it basically down to those two, or is there someone else you think should be in mind for coach of the year at this point in the season?
3: I think it's Belichick's to lose. Um, yeah. As far as anybody else in contention, um, Zach Taylor um, for from Cincinnati, I think. Sure. I think is in the conversation. Probably depends how they finish, right? Um, yeah, and I would also say Staley with the chargers is probably going to get a little bit of love. Although I think it's a a bit of a long shot, Um,
0: but they've got to win the division. I mean, that's what it's contingent upon for both Cincinnati and the chargers. I mean, just being a playoff team, I don't think is enough, especially considering what the Chargers were last year. So I I, I would think that it's, if cliff Kingsbury would have won, if the Cardinals would have won last night, I think he's clearly in the driver's seat moving forward. You think so? Because I think that almost would have wrapped up the division, and now you're talking about potential number one overall seed in the NFC, and so I, I think it. I think it may have been that. Like if, if he's got the better record when it's all said and done, as good of a year and a, a job that Bill Belichick has done with this group, and it might be as, it might be as his, his greatest coaching job in his, you know, a very historic, incredible career. But even with that being said. I still think if Arizona had the better record, was the number one overall seed in the NFC, had the best record in the NFL, that would probably give Cliff Kingsbury the nod.
3: Yeah, and I also think if you look at uh, where the Pats stand, um, like you know, it's been a great run for New England. Uh, Buffalo's schedule is pretty pretty caked down the the rest of the way. Um, As far as I think they play, uh, they've got three of their four uh, final four teams are all losing teams. New England's schedule is not the easiest in the world they're they're yeah. at indianapolis next we know how indianapolis is played um then they get the bills you know the bills are going to come out full of pnv wanting to get a yep. little bit of revenge yep. have that
0: red ass right? yeah let talk about that red ass and Aaron then, uh, donald had that red ass Yeah, last he did night. he definitely yeah.
3: had a red ass last night yeah. and then you've got uh, the, uh the the powerhouse it's like you know angry <laughs> like uh you know just chappy kind of a <laughs> well, chat you had like the hot sauce at chipotle the day like you ever like it's chap chaps? ass like uh you know just like uh a little bit testy a little bit uh you know agitated you're a bit of a red ass know. from time to oh, time i'm just saying like uh, you know just got that competitive mean streak that uh that, that fiery uh fiery thing inside of you uh and then uh you know the patriots have the uh, the powerhouse that is the jacksonville jaguars and then they are at the dolphins uh in week 17 and and listen late in the season at yep, Miami. Miami's
0: giving them some trouble. Has always yep. been
3: a problem. So I just That's don't think South it's a shoe in That South Florida shoe-in. flu, baby. Yeah, that
0: South Florida flu is
3: something. I just don't think it's a shoe in that the uh, Patriots are going to roll right through. So there's uh, there's all that to, to contend with. But I, I just feel like Belichick, right now and the current odds, or the most current that I am seeing, uh, are uh, he is a slight favorite. Obviously, Kingsbury is uh, behind him. And then uh, Matt LaFleur, uh, Mike Vrabel getting a little bit of love, and then Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor as we mentioned, uh, is also there as well, too. So those few feel like it's going to be Belichick or, uh, or Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, all right. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, uh, there is something that has happened that has completely changed the sport. A sport that you love, that you care about, is now completely changed because of this one thing. We'll get into all that for you next here on FSR. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, this is a man who demands
1: respect, uh-huh. and if he doesn't get it, he'll take yeah, it from your cold, dead hands. 100% correct. It's Edmund Garcia. Now, I know Brady can't see this because he's not with us, but have you seen this background they put up for LeVar in the—
3: on FS1, Kitchen? yeah, it's really well done. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think they, uh, I think uh, you know, a, a couple of the people here like got out
1: a couple of spray paint cans yeah. and uh, went to work on uh, the <laughs> back. It's, it's got a cord that you plug into the wall and the lights up. It's very interesting. <laughs> oh, it's very like Christmas.
3: I, it yeah, Christmas, a Christmas tree, a little
1: Christmassy, I guess maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: And, Eddie, are you mean that uh, we're not the fanciest of uh, places I around just, here? Is I honestly, I
1: walked in and I said, "What in the hell is that?" And I, <laughs> I saw there was a plug attached so what did i do i plugged it in and it, uh, it lit up and started making a humming sound did you i'm think like rob right. parker brought it in is that what you
3: thought <laughs> it is the holidays yeah.
1: and then he put a price tag yeah, on it, is, yeah. to sell, it so is i actually like, yeah, sell it yeah, yeah it, it is the holidays yeah. that, that's always something i to can't have. wait for that rob parker fox sports radio <laughs> apparel to appear in the uh,
3: in the kitchen for sale by the way did you uh, did you get your mail eddie uh, i want to make you sure you get your, your mail from uh, andy See, Furman. i was
1: in a good mood and then you oh. had
3: to bring that up
1: I don't know why you hate getting mail from Andy Furman. I don't get it. It bothers me because he wastes money for no reason. He just sends me a bunch of garbage. All right, (laughs) back to Brady Quinn, Lamar Arrington in the kitchen. And Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports (laughs) Radio studios. (laughs) Thank you, Eddie. It
3: is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, 15 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we're going to get to some uh, stories, some uh, bizarre ones from around the globe uh, that need a little bit of love. Uh, Again, still efforting a name. Uh, Don't quite have a name uh, figured out for this yet. But at some point uh, throughout the uh, the next several weeks while we're doing this bit, we might come up with a name. Uh, So there's that. Uh,
0: yeah we're putting a lot of effort into it behind the scenes so that, that's that's one thing a uh, yeah, lot of conversation yeah a lot of conversation a lot of brainstorming yeah. uh, ideation you so, know the, people throw in that term nowadays uh,
3: but, yeah, whatever that means uh, yeah. but uh, yeah there's there's all of that uh, stuff that he just mentioned that we're doing behind the scenes to come up with a name for this segment that we don't have yet um, uh, I want uh, I want to do something for you I want you to tell me what I'm referencing here all right you ready yeah. for this yeah right. yeah can you
0: guess (laughs) no i cannot i don't know what that is
3: that that that's a rattlesnake spencer rattler is going to columbia baby
0: Mm, i forgot about that
3: yeah yeah uh, he's bringing someone else along with him. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, uh, is this a, a wide receiver, a tight end, tight end. From, uh, yeah, tight end. from Oklahoma? He's a,
0: a pass-catching pass tight end, Austin Stogner as well. So.
3: Because uh, Shane Beamer's got a relationship with those guys because he was on the OU staff. Um, so yep. he probably yep. uh, maybe helped recruit them or whatnot. But...
2: Look,
0: say this much about Shane. He's doing a heck of a job recruiting the portal, which is, it's it's the new age of college football. It really is as far as coaching staffs right now and and there's a lot of players who are right now and, and in the transfer portal in part because they can you know now sign there's an early signing period tomorrow December 15th is the new early signing period and it's really the new signing period in general because a, a lot of these kids who are in the transfer portal right you know they're not going to wait until you know later on the spring or the summer to go get with that new team they want to get enrolled. They want to start taking classes and really start practicing and starting to learn that defense or offense, whatever it is. So you're starting to see literally the, the transition of college football from what we all knew, and if you're a big football fan, you knew after the Super Bowl that next Wednesday was always National Signing Day. It was a big deal. It was the start of the journey for a lot of high school players out there. It's, it's all changed, and in part because they've, they've now created this early signing period that starts December 15th and it's it's sped up everything from guys now with the transfer portal since they're not dinged for transferring if things aren't working out at their school and even a lot of high school athletes who want to enroll early the majority of them i think 80 percent of them now are are signing uh declaring on december 15th this early signing period And, and i gotta be honest with you i think it's bad for football it's bad for college football it's bad for high school football uh, I don't think it benefits really anyone with what's going on right now.
3: Well, and I think you pointed this out. You were talking with, uh, I think it was Dan Patrick, um, and I was listening because I, I support uh, your other work. Um, you know, it's t- t- tough to get that, uh, you know, that that back and forth. But I uh, know on my end, well, I definitely it's, it's, support it's, it's what's It's all going to on.
0: promote this show. Yeah, you know, t- two cups. Or excuse me, two pros and a cup of
3: Joe. I mean, may as well be at this point.
0: I almost went on a different path. That's right.
3: Listen, it may as well be at this I almost, point. it was
0: almost uh, one cup for for a second. That's a good yeah. point.
3: Uh, um, oh boy! Yeah, that but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Listen, no, it happens. Uh, but uh, but you know, I mean, there's all that support, and I you know want to make sure that I. But I was right. listening to you in all seriousness, and you pointed out like we cannot like some of these coaches leaving when they're leaving and making the decision that they made, like Brian Kelly, and it's not to excuse him. But it, isn't the early signing day, isn't part of this why some of those moves were made so quick uh, over the past couple of weeks for these coaches?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, that particular situation with Brian Kelly was a, a lot more convoluted than just that. There's a lot of moving parts. You know, I'm sure, by the way, LSU putting it all out there, leaking out all that information about the fact that it was a done deal uh, before he had a chance to talk to the team. I'm sure that really wasn't well-received, but what are you (laughs) going to do when they're paying $95 million, right? Uh, But a lot of it has to do with teams and really universities wanting to act fast so they don't lose out on a recruiting class. And and not only on that recruiting class, but also on the players on their own roster. Like, if, if they don't find someone quick... Now with the transfer portal, your roster, it's open hunting season. If you're a talented team, any, any other school is going to be calling up your players left and right to get these kids to enter the transfer portal and go somewhere else where there's more clarity with the coaching staff. So that's been a part of it. And, and look, I'll propose this. I don't know why they don't make this earlier in the summer. If, if you want to make an early signing period – where these kids can decide where they want to go with the intent to enroll early, meaning in that spring semester, right, or after the new year, let them do it in June, July. Like, let them get it over with so they can commit, they can sign, and then you've got, you know, that fall where they can go enjoy their last season of high school football, the coaches, the college coaches get some time off, and we don't feel the pressure of all that. And, And look, the risk is this these players then make that commitment and sign, and after that season, you then get a coach who's fired. Like, that's the risk. Now, the problem with that logic is, though, it's such a small percentage chance if that happens. And if if, look, if the kid – and they can set up language where if the kid never steps foot on campus, he doesn't have to honor it. And they've still got the transfer portal anyway. So I I just – I don't know why they don't change this date – to put it in the summertime where these kids can get the decision over with, their parents can get it over with, the coaching staff it's over with, and then let everyone focus on football in the fall. And I think you avoid some of the issues you've seen right now in college football and with a lot of recruiting going on.
3: When did you decide you were going to Notre Dame? At what point in your high school career?
0: So I, I verbally committed the summer before my senior year. And it was at, that, at that point in time, I, I knew, I knew that's what, that was where I wanted to go. And I, I committed, I didn't think about it again until I, I signed my national letter of intent come February like they used to do way back in the day, back in 2003. So
3: you could just focus on your season, senior season, have fun, and try and win games and play with your buddies as, as, and at the high school level.
0: Exactly. And honestly, I would have enrolled early. I, I would have played that fall, then enrolled right away at Indiana Notre Dame. But at that time, Ty Willingham, who was our head coach, he didn't want players to do that. He thought it was important for the growth and development of a lot of young kids out there to go enjoy their final year being at home, being around their friends before you take on that journey of going and playing college football. And and granted, this is 18 years ago. So it's a lot different than how things are viewed now. But I, I, you know, I I think had I could have, I would have enrolled early, but you know, looking back on it and I don't regret that decision, but I still think making that decision in the summer helped provide a lot of clarity moving forward for the rest of that senior year for me.
3: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next, we have got some uh, bizarre stories uh, from around the globe that we are going to get a little bit of love to. Uh, It's the perfect way to start your morning. We'll get to that next here on FSR. it's two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas Knox with you here on fsr uh, we're going to be back on the air same time same place tomorrow 6 a.m eastern time three o'clock pacific here on fsr uh we're going to hand out some uh, good bad and ugly tomorrow how about that hand out some midweek awards i know who I, i've already got uh, all three categories filled out so any way all you two? guys want to go i'm ready yeah. to go all right, letting it know be known here uh, alright uh, so we are going to uh, get into this here uh, Brady Quinn uh, came up with an idea he said alright let's let's uh, let's play a little bit of grab ass uh, but let's talk about some stories that maybe uh, you know we, we shouldn't be talking about on sports radio but you know this will be a way to see if the bosses are listening and so away we go uh, let's get into this we don't have a name for this segment and thus we don't have imaging done at all for this segment either uh, but here we go Brady Quinn uh, you and I double barrel action uh and uh, this this music is insulting and offensive i don't know why we got to play this music all right they're like uh are you irish or something is that what i'm hearing is that yes, what's happening yeah, yes right. i am yeah Little, so uh,
0: I, I, i'm not offended b- at all by this okay
3: uh, nor by the leprechaun
0: of notre dame
3: so okay. hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you put it in you put the trap in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey oh, what about me bagman? Oh Uh. my god. Look Uh. at me, Pac Man! (laughs) (laughs) This is me too, man! (laughs) <laughs> uh, just dust it off oh. uh, all right so uh, all right. so
0: let's get into it yeah l- let's get into this do you remember us like talking about michael strahan going up to space uh yesterday on our show which oh, I-, y- I believe you still think is fake yeah
3: right? it's that fraud voyage uh you can go yeah. to space in 10 minutes like you can't get through a drive through in 10 minutes but you can go to space and come back in 10 minutes okay
1: all right sure
0: well uh, this might be another reason maybe where you wouldn't want to go to space even if you're Given the opportunity to, there's a broken toilet on a SpaceX capsule, which means the astronauts will have to return to Earth in diapers. What? Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. so so they can't uh, they can't yeah. uh, take care of business. Can't,
0: yes, correct. They'll Shh. be wearing diapers on their way on, on their decline back down to Earth. All right.
3: So I, I'm not trying to get gross here, yeah. but you know, if you're in space kind of stuff floats around up there right <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. like, so like, I believe what a, there's a vacuum effect. Okay, okay. Right. that's, my guess. Well, that's, that's pretty, my guess. that's a pretty guess. That's a pretty strong vacuum. If uh, if you're going uh number two in space, and all of a sudden it could just get sucked up there. Like, I mean, you ever seen? You saw? Well, there's you, also, and there there's he is. also Speaking of space, he yeah. so back.
2: I went to space and came right back, y'all. <laughs> he, he was uh, flying in the FS1. I, and ju- I jumped back. in the Bill's uh, uh, flight machine and I was out of here and I was right back. Um, so
3: you can uh, I. I I don't understand so a vacuum sucks it down but that's broken so now the astronauts have to wear diapers oh wow i, I mean I, it's just a guess but and i don't know that it's the
0: vacuum that's necessarily even broken why can't you
3: just throw it out the window
0: well i, I think there's uh you know there's not any oxygen out there but well, so that'd be wh- my best guess uh, what are you trying to I, make I, sure? I really did i didn't really look into the actual dynamics of how you go to the bathroom in space I'm just reading the article. All right, I'm just reading the, you the headline.
2: Do you have any interest in going to space? Can you smell things in space when there's oh no gravity? Like, can the can the no. smell still? Can those smell particles and, smell and molecules? Worse. Can they travel in like, zero gravity? I don't, I don't know. know
0: but can I ask this yeah. like I always feel like when people are ripping on the pl- airplane it smells worse it above. does because yeah. it's recycled
2: yeah. air yeah so is that what it is but I mean we're not in zero gravity when we're, we're i mean flying. it's definitely it's definitely recycled air though isn't it yeah, I mean it would have to be right. I mean, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's a good. So it's probably it's going disgusting. to smell worse
2: because those those stink molecules are just going to sit there. They're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to be right there. I mean, they I never you could go probably, anywhere. Like,
0: blow them like you could just go like and like literally uh, uh, make
2: it go away, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you can God. probably see those stink molecules no, in no space. This like this me. Is
1: me too, man. <laughs> at
3: <me> back, Man. <laughs> what
2: about me, Crap Man?
3: Uh, uh, all uh, right. What else we got? <laughs> uh, uh, right. uh,
0: let's go to the great state of Colorado where yeah. a hiker who was lost for 24 hours ignored rescuers' calls because he didn't
2: recognize the number. Oh wow. I mean, <laughs> oh wow. That's fair. Uh, uh, you know, and if a bear would have got him or a mountain lion or that's fair, though. something would have got him, um that would have been the Lord's work being done. That oh, was the Lord's will. Well, the
3: Lord's Lord's work was also creating caller ID and and I mean, he has an bro, option. He bro, sees your number. You're and,
2: lost. You're lost. I, mean, I don't give a damn who it is. That's on the other end of that phone. I mean, Help. Like, what do, you, what do you think? It's a telemarketer. Help, like, help. it's a telemarketer. Hey man, them?
3: I, I, they call it all hours of the day
2: now. I'll be like, this <laughs> is the this is the first time that I'm okay with you telemarketing me, and, sir. And it's insurance. Se- it's insurance
3: season. You get these uh, people that call up and say, uh, yeah, calling from blah 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 blah, want some insurance? Like, Whoa, what? What? I need your help,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Mister, Missus, <laughs> insurance person. Uh, I'm lost. A figure a way how to get out. And yet they just never yeah. answer the phone. That's crazy. I'm out of here. I'm just going to die. I didn't <laughs> like, work out for me. I didn't. My caller ID didn't get me the right people to, to come save me. Matt, I'm out of here. Imagine if you still had a pager. Just Imagine take Matt. me now, Jesus. <laughs> Good luck finding a payphone. Take take yeah. me now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Knock on some guy's
2: deer stand. Like, hey, got anything in there? <laughs> you get out of here. Right, oh wait, right. I wouldn't recognize the number. <laughs> I, What's
3: the matter with you, man? Roberto will
0: not stop now. Movie colors, man. Last one. Last one. All right. Do you guys play the lotto?
3: No, uh, Only when the prize gets really big, which is the dumbest thing in the world. But yeah, I No, actually, I like that strategy. Well, Because like then it gets bigger, and okay, it keeps getting but, bigger. But, but here, bigger. here's what's so dumb about it. It's then like it if, gets, if it gets growing. up to 400000000 million, I'm in. But but the $10 million it normally is, I'm just too good for that. Yeah, but when it gets right. to $400 it's it's like, million, it, yeah, uh, it is weird. I don't know why well, I do it.
0: Well, here you go. Because there's a Michigan man who won $2 million after using the same exact lottery
3: numbers for years.
0: So his system kind of worked. Yes. I guess, I guess maybe he should start hit. playing. Okay. Yeah, finally hit.
3: All right. This has been my, my whole thing with the lottery. I never use the same numbers because I don't play consistently enough. So I always use Quick Pick because I don't want to be that a hole who the one week he didn't play his numbers they hit. I, I wouldn't right. be able to live with myself. I I, I would disappear into the woods uh, with like uh, two thirty packs uh, and a saw. What off.
2: would you do if you won? Jesus. Uh, Honestly, what if would I won you the do? The lottery? Yeah. What would He'd you? He'd still
0: do a Saturday show. He would not. Be damn right right you would, would not change. You yeah. like
2: Squid Games? You would not change. No, anything. I, I think if I won the lottery, um, you wouldn't fly privately. You know what? None. Nothing. I'll talk about it from
3: 10 anyway. to noon Eastern time on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, Brady, Saturday. man, I'm a holler at He's you, He's quit uh, our show. This crazy. You, he quit he our show. Yeah, do he doesn't even pump what are our show
2: anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Unbelievable.
3: <laughs> bad bad, 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 bad. bad. Bel-
4: Colors. Colors. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR
3: to listen live. Oh, 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 oh right.